1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 10, Ten nine, 9, 8, eight seven, 7, 6, six five, 5, 4, four three, 3, 2, two 1. one.
2: Now it's time for the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix 94.1.
3: Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30. It is Monday, January 8th. It's a cold one out there. Warning you now. Chilly, windy. Uh, my my car said 37 degrees this morning when I was driving in, but with the wind, you know it is oh, way yeah. colder <laughs> than that. It was definitely a day to bundle up. That is for sure.
4: I'm still driving that Jeep. I think uh, I'll I'll turn it in this week, but it has an auto start feature on it. And so last night, we had to do some stuff at the barn, and we got home. And so before I turned the Jeep off, I cranked up the heat super hot. Um, And then this morning... I did the, the auto start and it was warming up about five minutes, so I went outside of my car it was nice and toasty warm when I got in my Jeep this morning.
3: Yeah, if you have uh if you have a fancy car that does that, I would highly recommend you do that this morning because it's it's a cold one out there. Bundle up, uh stay warm. It's just yeah, the the wind kinda kept me up all night. I kept hearing it, um, you know, making all the things on my roof, just clink and Cla a clag clatter or whatever. <laughs> that one thing that so, always yeah. rattles with the wind yeah. like oh my goodness but yeah back on a Monday how you doing
4: good I, I just I know we'll get we'll, we'll deep dive into it later on but I, I saw your pictures at the Raiders game uh you being the Broncos fan how was your your time at the Raiders game we had right? a good time it yeah. was a,
3: it was a fun time we um I mean the Broncos lost it was a game that really didn't mean anything but still you know we had planned to go and and we were really excited and last minute some friends of ours uh, had some extra tickets and and it was just going to be because Matt and I only had two tic- two tickets, and then they um, they had extra tickets, and so we brought the girls with us. So it was a good family outing. We had a nice time. I was kind of bummed about the the loss, but um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, we were the Raiders fans were were okay to us. Uh, they were fine until it was we left, and that's when they started getting kind of randy and not nice. Oh, and so you know, whatever <laughs> it's like, it is, what it is, but yeah, it was a uh, yeah. You always take that when you're the away team at a home game and so we uh we had a good time it was fun no no Russell Wilson playing uh but he was there standing on the sidelines and Jimmy G went in for a couple of snaps oh, was we were, he in yeah, really? for just uh, because um O'Connell had hurt his finger I think it was and so um I, I'm watching I'm like is that Jimmy G in there? I'm like, oh, they brought him in, but it was it was short-lived. They so wanted to it give it everybody some, yeah. a little taste
4: on the final game of the season.
3: Yeah, exactly. So how was your weekend? It was
4: it was nice, but I'll be honest. It felt rushed. Um, Laura was out of town. She got back on Saturday afternoon, but Saturday morning I left the house to do some errands. The next thing I know, it's like 4.30 in the afternoon. I'm getting home. It just felt like a, a rushed weekend, kind of a little bit on the slower side on Sunday, which was nice. But the big thing was I did, uh, my TV has been on the Fritz for since like Thanksgiving and it just got to the point where it was was really hard to watch because there was this blinking light in the background. And I I called to get it repaired at one point, and the guy's like, listen, we can repair it, but at the end of the day, you'd probably just get a new one. You'd be saving money that way. So I did do that on Sunday. I I got a new TV yesterday afternoon, so I got that in the house. It's in a box, and I realized I need to talk to Matt Because my last TV we got was in 2018. I used your guy to mount the TV on the wall. Yeah. And that's not something I'm ready to tackle myself. So I need to call someone out to the house to mount that TV up on the wall.
3: Yeah, you don't want the wires hanging out all over the place. No, and and this guy was flawless,
4: the last guy. Yeah, it was great. You don't see one single wire. And and so I I was looking at my TV, the old TV. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to – we'll deal with the old TV for a couple more days until we get the pros out here to to hang the new one up.
3: Yeah, that's always a a chore. I saw a TikTok where someone – hung their tv by themselves on the wall and then like five minutes later it fell off and cracked <laughs> and oh was, no <laughs> i was like oh yeah this is why we hire the experts to do this stuff
4: exactly i brought it in laura was like are you gonna do that yourself i'm like um no if, if you
3: can i mean that's great absolutely if you have like a background or you're a handy person i i love when people are super handy and they just do things themselves we have a friend who just renovated his own bathroom it was like we we wanted a new bathroom and like went in there with sledgehammers took down things. I'm like, you did this all by yourself? He's like, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's a talent. Yeah, that, that, that's really cool. That's a gift
4: that you have. If you do that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I don't have that talent. <laughs> same here. Same
3: here. I will I will find the talent and I will ask them yes. to do it for us. So, well, we're excited. We've got a lot to get to today. Go over the weekend. Last night were the Golden Globes. We've got a lot to talk about there. And right now, let's kick off the show with the pre-show. You pick them this. This is where you guys pick the first song of the show. Which do you wanna hear? Do you wanna hear Roll to Me by Delamitri?
4: The right time to roll to me. Roll to me. Roll do
3: you wanna hear try. This Is Your Night by Amber? This is your night. You want to hear Don't Matter by Akon. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter, no. Those Nobody are your choices. You can vote right now. You can do it a couple of ways. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can go to our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or you can call or text us right now at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
2: Coming up next. Coming up next. Mix 94.1. Here we go. You're gonna wanna hear this. We
3: have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, uh we're gonna talk about Uh, Have you ever been banned from doing something in your home? Like, I'm officially banned from doing this now because of something that happened over the weekend. We'll talk about what that was coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And Don't Matter by Akon is the pre-show. You pick them.
2: You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show. You pick them.
3: That song won a Golden Globe last night. We are going to get you all the winners, but Billie Eilish takes home a Golden Globe for this soundtrack song, What Was I Made For? from the Barbie movie. That all coming up next hour with What's Trending. It's it's 546, so I'm officially banned from doing something in my home. Does anyone else have... A ban that maybe their family instituted. Maybe you're banned from buying stuff on Amazon now, or maybe you're banned from um, taking the car out because you never fill it up with gas. I'm officially banned from making eggs in the microwave in my house now.
4: Did <laughs> you mess them up? Why? No. This is an interesting ban. Or did you? Does the house smell? It's, it's very
3: specific. Okay. To, so typically, I make eggs on the stove. But if I'm in a rush and I know I need to grab something and eat it quick, get a little bit of protein, I'll throw them in the microwave. And I'm very specific about how I make my microwave eggs. They don't sound very appealing, but they're actually pretty good. Um you, I, we have these micro safe, uh microwave safe bowls and I spray it with like um like a cooking spray, like an avocado oil spray, and then I take I I take the egg and I take some egg whites and I whip them up together and then I put them in the microwave. I put a paper towel over it and I heat it up for two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay, comes out perfectly light and fluffy. Um, Sprinkle a little cheese on there and you're good to go. So I do that. Usually on the weekends, because I'm just too lazy to take out the pan and do it on the stove. Such an effort. Yeah, I know. And so um, the, the the problem with that is even though I spray them with a spray, a nonstick spray um, in the bowl, not everything... Slips off. Like sometimes there's remnants, and it gets kind of sticky. Oh, it
4: gets more than sticky. Doesn't it get like burnt on there? Almost it's
3: not burnt. It's not burnt. It's just very crusty. Uh, yeah, very I know crusty. exactly what you're talking about. So I'll typically put the bowl in the sink and I'll let it soak before I. Put it in the microwave well sometimes i forget that i let it soak for a while so my husband comes down and there's like two bowls in there from the last two days and he's like okay that's it you, you you never put these bowls in the in the dishwasher you never take off the sticky stuff i always get stuck doing it you're banned from making microwave eggs in this house and i was like oh man he's got a point i i always say i'm gonna take care of it does anyone else do that where you you put the pan or the dish in to soak "Quote unquote," Laura's the queen and then you, of that. Never come back
4: to it. Oh my god! I'll come. Like well, you made uh, lunch, so she'll make like eggs with or the pan or something. The same thing. And I'll come home. Like oh, you made lunch, yeah. Mm, I'm just soaking it. When are we going to stop soaking it? How long does it soak for? A week?
3: You should really call her out like my husband is going to start doing and just leave it there until she takes care of it. Me. He's Mercedes. like, I'm not going to take
4: care of this. I'm not going to do it anymore. I have tried. And I'm sure Matt has tried, too. Maybe you've tried something with him or there'll be something that's sitting out on the kitchen counter or something, just something for the horses or just something that's out there. I'm like, that does not belong there. I'll just let it sit there until she sees it. But then like a day goes by two days go by. I'm like, oh, it's just, it's grinding at me, so I put it away not for her, I put it away for me, so I'm at ease when I come home.
3: Do you say something to her? Like, do you say, hey, can you take care of your dish or Uh, anything like that? Yeah, I do,
4: but then it's like, oh, I was, was, it's always the, I was going to get to that. At what point?
3: Well, then, I I mean, I really feel like, because this is what Matt does to me, Uh and it works. He's like, Oh, okay. Then come on over and take care of it. And and, because it's all a ploy. I know what the game she's playing. Mm -hmm. I play the same game. I was going to take care of it. Yeah. Right. I was just waiting for you to take care of it. (laughs) So next time you tell her, and this is what Matt did to me, Hey, are you going to come take care of your dish? And then I, I mean, I'm put on the spot. Oh yeah. I'll come do it. And and I'll, (laughs) I'll do it. Or if he starts doing it. And I say, oh, he's going to take care of that. He drops his things. He goes, come on up. Take care of it. (laughs) That is
4: brilliant. It's Mix 94.1.
2: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
3: 1978.
2: And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hello,
3: and good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Monday, January 8th, 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks to all of you who may just be heading back to work finally after the new year. Maybe you had last week off. We were here, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> we're, we're happy you're back if, if you're getting back to uh, this week. Of things I know a lot of people are going back for the first time, so welcome to the new year. I guess happy new year a week later, right?
4: It still works, we, yes. We came back on January 2nd, which was that's the earliest we ever came back from break, and it felt it felt odd. It felt, <laughs> it back it on felt very 2nd. early. Like, what are we doing?
3: <laughs> but we're happy to have you guys with us. It's show number 1978. So let's go back to the year 1978. The big world changing event of 1978 was. That was when the first test tube baby was born. Healthy. Louise Brown was her name. She was born in Oldham General Hospital in the UK um, back in 1978. The top song of 1978 was this one. Night 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 Fever by the Bee Gees. The movies to watch in 1978, Superman, Heaven Can Wait, Every Which Way But Loose, and Grease. Oh, 78, huh? Absolutely huge in 1978. I mean... Do we all know like all the songs to the Grease soundtrack?
4: I think so. I think it's a movie that everyone's seen you know, at some point in their life. So,
3: so many, so many great songs. So yeah, that was the year of Grease. Also in 1978. The Twinkie defense appeared. Have you heard of the Twinkie defense? No. Okay. I never saw the movie Milk, um, about Harvey Milk, but a man by the name of Dan White killed Harvey Milk and George Moscone. Um, that's a movie that Sean Penn played, uh, Harvey Milk. Uh-huh. Uh, the jury agreed that he had this guy that killed him had diminished mental capacity from eating too many Twinkies. That's what they argued. That was the Twinkie defense that came out, um, back in
4: 1978. That eating that many affected his, his mental his health? His mental capacity, yeah. When's he, the last time I had a Twinkie, by the way? I, I,
3: I don't know if I've ever had one. I don't think I even had
4: one as a kid. Oh, they were staples for me as a kid. But I think maybe at one point I had my last Twinkie. It's been, it's been a couple decades.
3: I had the um, little chocolate cupcakes with the white icing on it. Oh, yeah. I had those, but I, never, I don't think I've ever had a Twinkie before.
4: Maybe try it Tuesday. Uh,
3: good. <laughs> th- uh, <okay. laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with passing on They are delicious. The
4: Twinkie is good. It's uh, a good eat.
3: Also, um, in 1978, Jim Jones got 909 followers to commit suicide, including many children, by drinking poison flavored Kool Aid in his Jonestown Commune. Um, th- that's where the uh, whole drinking the Kool Aid uh, phrase came to be. Yes, uh, yeah, that's that's how that all emerged.
4: But wait, I'm sorry, 900 people.
3: That, that oh gosh now you have me questioning myself that's what my that's what my i'm sure i'm sure
4: your sources are right because it was a big thing i didn't realize it was that many people that's about 900 people holy smokes Googling now,
3: (laughs) more than nine hundred people. Yes, yeah, no, that's out of your facts. I just never
4: knew. I knew the term. I I kind of vaguely knew the story, but I didn't realize it was that many people.
3: Yeah. Also, in nineteen seventy-eight, a pilot by the name of Frederick Valentik, his plane disappeared during a UFO encounter. His last communication was Melbourne. That strange aircraft is hovering on top of me again. It's hovering, and it's not an aircraft. He described four points of l- light of an elongated UFO, and then that was it. That was it after that.
4: The guy disappeared? Just disappeared. We never found and him? And his plane disappeared, too. What's his name? This is the one on I'm his... I'm
3: Frederick gonna... Valentik.
4: Uh, wow.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just craziness on that one. And then some of the famous people born in 1978. Uh, James Franco, Katherine Heigel, Katie Holmes was born in 1978. Keenan Thompson. Kobe Bryant was born in 1978. Rachel McAdams, and Usher, born in 1978.
4: Wow, love it. So lots coming your way on this Monday morning, including tickets for you to go see Brett Goldstein. You know him as Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. He's going to be here doing his comedy routine, and we've got your tickets at 7.30 when you conquer the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us?
3: Everybody's talking about the Golden Globes. We're going to run down some of the winners and talk about the moment that went viral. That and more coming up in What's Trending. Are
1: you guys ready?
2: Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? Trending on Mix ninety four point one.
3: Okay, the Golden Globes are trending this morning. No surprise. It was a big night for Oppenheimer. The movie won Best Motion Picture Drama. Drama. While Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., and director Christopher Nolan took home individual awards. Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon became the first Indigenous actress to win Best Female Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Barbie lost out to Poor Things for Best Musical or Comedy Film, but it did win the award for Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. And Billie Eilish took home a Golden Globe for the soundtrack of uh, what, what, from Barbie, What Was I Made For? Here is uh, Billie Eilish. It was
5: exactly a year ago almost that we were shown the movie, and I was very, very miserable and depressed at the time. And writing that song kind of saved me a little bit. And a year later, and here we are, and it's really surreal. I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky. You guys scare the living hell out of me, everyone in this room, but (laughs) thank you so much. Thank you, this means the world. (laughs)
3: HBO's uh, *Succession* was ne- named Best TV Drama, while Kieran Culkin, Sarah Snook, and Matthew McFadyen uh, all won for their work on it. It was like it, it was like the swan song for *Succession*. I felt like it was just walking away with everything last night.
4: Yeah, *Oppenheimer* too. Is I haven't seen *Oppenheimer* and I, I watched last night, so I want to see *Oppenheimer* now. And then I'll be honest, I never even heard of the movie *Poor Things* and to see that winning some things last night, that was the first time hearing of the movie for me.
3: Yeah, I, I like that you know sometimes these movies are not on my radar and uh, that's when. One thing I really like about the Golden Globes is and now I'm going to probably watch it yeah. because mm-hmm. of that. Um, the Bear won Best TV, Musical, or Comedy and stars Ayo Adebiri and Jeremy Allen White won Acting Awards for it. So that's just a little brief rundown of some of the winners last night. Also trending this morning is Joe Coy. So... The comedian was the host of the Golden Globes last night. What did everybody think? 702-364-9400. He was asked to host the show just over two weeks ago, and he's getting some mixed reviews. He struggled to get some laughs during his monologue. Um, Here's here's one of his jokes.
6: I watched Barbie. I loved it. I really did love it. Um, I don't want you guys to... I think that I'm a creep, but a, it was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. It's just
3: something about your
6: eyes, Ryan. <laughs> and Margot, it's not always about you.
3: It was like, okay. And then um, he says, well, it's not his fault because he he had short notice on uh, accepting this gig.
6: The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Ah, Or what casting directors call character actor. (laughs) (laughs) Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. (laughs) Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo,
3: shut up. The viral moment, though, had to have been his Taylor Swift joke. Taylor um, didn't have any reaction. She just took a a sip of her champagne. Here was the joke.
6: Welcome back. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL on the Golden Globes we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to here. Sorry about that.
3: It, so so what did you think? What did everybody think
4: about it? Of that particular joke or joke overall? Just overall. Overall, I felt, I felt like it felt flat on the audience that he was performing for. Yeah. Um, at, at one point, they, he was getting a pop uh, reaction, applause, and they turned to the crowd and no one was clapping. So Adam, did they pipe in applause at one point to make it sound like the monologue was actually landing with some of the people but i just felt like his jokes weren't landing with people
3: yeah a lot of people are saying his jokes were a little corny some were saying they just completely missed the mark some were just saying they were flat out rude but some people are also coming to his defense saying hey hosting is a lot tougher than it looks you know oh my god <laughs>
4: just going out there and talking in front of yeah. all those celebrities and then doing a monologue now the taylor swift thing when i went down last night watch it my initial reaction was she just wasn't paying attention like I know people said she kind of gave him a, um, the cold shoulder she didn't have a reaction I just felt like maybe she was just engaged with her friends and didn't even hear the joke when that happened last night
3: I think she was totally paying attention she was looking directly at him and then when he <laughs> said it she just picked up her glass of champagne and started drinking I think she was most definitely paying attention
4: but they do even do Then I'm like ah, it's kind of a uh, you know do you do you crack that kind of joke and that in that room with she's there and you, and you get the joke that he's going with her kind of breeze over that the whole thing.
3: I think some people were making a comment like why always at the female's expense? Why uh, Why do we always make these jokes at the female's expense? And I think he was going after some of the guys too, but it was like, oh Ryan Gosling, I love you. Oh Taylor Swift, you're on camera too much. I think that's what I kept seeing people posting about. So I don't know. I, uh, I think Joe Coy is a great comedian. I think his stand-up specials are so great. I talked about this on Friday. He's one of the Funniest stand-up shows I've ever seen. I think he had an off night. I just think he had an off night and,
4: and it happens. Not everyone's going to be
3: perfect, but I think it was just off for him.
4: And plus 10 days to get ready for that. He even said in the monologue yeah. that he watched all the movies to get ready and everything. And and for Joe Coy, hosting that, that's the reason I watched these award shows. I kind of, I'm kind of in it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the stuff afterwards, some highlights, but we DVR'd it and we're doing some stuff and we got home and we started from the beginning and just fast forward through the commercials. I want, I watched because of Joe Coy last night. That's the reason I tuned in.
3: I uh, watched for Taylor Swift and Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. We're different. Um, finally, this morning, Ariana Grande is trending. She, uh, as promised, we're getting new music from the singer. Over the weekend, she uh, took to Instagram. She announced a brand new single. that's coming out this week. It's called Yes And, and it's supposed to be released Friday, and that's what's trending. <laughs> So, we've been talking a lot about the Golden Globes last night. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it all morning. Everything from some of the winners to some of the viral moments to Joe Coy hosting. One thing that kind of, I, I was kind of bummed, got, got swept under the rug a little bit, was a movie that... I watched over the weekend. I watched it because it actually won an award um, right before the Golden Globes. It won Best Picture from the N- National Society of Film Critics. Okay, and so I it, it was on my radar before that because my daughter was telling me we have to watch this movie called Past Lives. Have you heard of the movie before?
4: No, I'm intrigued. What do you got? Okay,
3: so it's a it's a drama and it's about these childhood sweethearts um, who reunite. Years later, um, she immigrated from Korea to Canada, and then she ended up in New York. And it stars Greta Lee. She's on The Morning Show. Uh, I, if you Google her, you'll know exactly who she is. And I, I, I love her. Oh, on yeah. The morning she's show. great on The Morning she's Show. Amazing. Yeah, she so she's amazing. So she's in this movie, and uh, it was nominated for four Golden Globes last night. We watched it over the weekend, and man, I the acting was absolutely superb and i think it it was because i know that acting is really good when at the end i am just like ripped apart like it, the ending I, i'm not going to give anything away it was just like so simple but i was like almost breathless and even my husband was watching it and he's usually not into movies like that but he was so intrigued we were all like wow that was so good if there's a movie to watch on the the nominees for for best movies uh this year i would say check out past lives it was nominated for four golden globes it it didn't win it was in the um it was nominated for best film not in the english language which is weird because most of the movie was in english so i'm not understanding why it was but <laughs> i'm okay. writing it,
4: it's a three-day weekend for some coming up this weekend. Yeah. I it down past it, lives
3: it was so good but basically the gist is she this was her childhood sweetheart in korea and then her family moves and they say goodbye and that's it but she never forgets him and he never forgets her so fast forward years later her father's a filmmaker and she's just messing around on Facebook and she decides to look him up and she sees him and she's like, oh, wow. And then she realizes he had made a post on his her dad's um, Facebook page for a movie he put out asking if if there's any way to contact her. And she's like, oh, my gosh, how funny. So she Ooh. she reaches out to him and they connect on Facebook and then they start Skyping and all this. Well, then she meets someone. He has a girlfriend. It's just what if, and the gist is what if she never moved? What would have happened? Mm -hmm. It's like what her life was now and what it is. Do you have a moment where you're like, what if I had never done that? I would be in such a different spot right now.
4: Oh, it's so interesting to think about that stuff. I do. I think about that stuff a lot. You know, the the big one moving to Las Vegas. What if I didn't accept my, I I got accepted to UNLV, UNLV. What if I didn't come out here? For college, and then the plan was to come out here for college and get my degree, because I already went to community college for a couple years, was to get my degree in two years and go back east immediately and continue working in the hotel. But my first day out here, I met my buddy Tim Horn, who was interested in joining a fraternity, and because of him, I joined a fraternity and made some friends and want to stay out here longer. Mercedes, I run through this stuff all the time because there's so many little decisions in your life that you make that you realize change the trajectory of your life and put you on a completely different path.
3: Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about. Mine is with Las Vegas, too. I I thought... I was one of those people who was like, who lives in Las Vegas? Like people live there. And I'm so like kicking myself for thinking that because it's like the greatest place now. But I think if I would have stayed in Colorado and would have married my, you know, first love, Oh, gosh, that would have been a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have been good. But then I think, like, I, I wouldn't have met my husband, and I wouldn't have had my children that are my children now. So like, wouldn't would They would have been other children yes, or whatever. Like, that, to me, is the turning point in my life. That's where, like, everything changed when I moved to Las Vegas.
4: If you would have stayed back in Colorado, you would have continued to date, to date a guy you were dating at the Actually, time? Actually, no. Or?
3: We were broken up, but, it, like... The breakup was even more motivation for me to come here. Like, okay. Just to get away. It, yes. like, just uh-huh. to, I, I just wanted nothing to do. It was a toxic relationship. I didn't want to risk getting back together at some point. Because when I moved here, he tried to get back together with me. Did he really? He reached out to my childhood home and called and talked to my mom. My mom told him to never call
4: our house again. <laughs> Everyone needs a mom like you to make that life-changing decision for you. <laughs> wow. It's Mixed four point one. Call from mom.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: It's time for the
0: Hot 3
4: on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Best Mattress.
0: Rumors of
3: aliens at Bayside Marketplace in downtown Miami are going viral on social media. It seems to have started after a large gathering of like 50 kids who were shooting off fireworks drew a heavy police presence to the area a week ago. And many online conspiracy theorists are suggesting that the police were not there to handle teenagers but rather 8 to 10 foot tall shadow aliens. <laughs> so officer Michael Vega with Miami Police they're stressing that there were no aliens, no airports were closed, nothing's being withheld from the public. Um the phrases Miami Mall and aliens in Miami were some of the top searches on um on trending over the weekend.
4: When that thing started to break, I saw the video of all those cop cars out there. I didn't even know Miami had that many police cars. It looks like a thousand cop cars out there. I mean, there's not, but I mean, there are so many. The police presence is insane. And then here's because of some unruly teens. It's like, that's a lot of police presence for teens.
3: But I wonder how rumors like that get started. That it's no, it's not teens. It's aliens.
4: <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I'll retweet that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
3: good to me. Yeah. So they're saying no, that's not true. I mean, I I feel like we're becoming more transparent. I mean, I, obviously, there's a lot of secrets that the, the government is not telling us, but. I feel like there's a little more transparency when it comes to unidentified flying objects like people are talking about Mm -hmm. it more and, and we're hearing more about government things that went down. And so I feel like I feel like the truth is finally coming out slowly.
4: But surely. Well, what happened to the whole thing here in Las Vegas? It was the, this past summer the aliens landed here in that,
3: someone's backyard so, in North Vegas? Yes,
4: so someone got the video of it. Then video was the the, the police camera uh, body footage was turned off, where you couldn't see it. And then there were crop circles. There was a whole it was a whole thing. The country was talking about it. Then poof, it just went away.
3: I think it's just because there was no new information that was coming. I mean, I heard a little bit about it, mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to rem- We were trying to get the people who it happened to on the show. And they were very hesitant about talking about it. Weren't weren't you talking with them, stuff, And they were just kind of like, ah, yeah, we're good. We we really don't want to talk about it. I think they just didn't want the attention. Yeah,
1: I think they were just pretty short sure because I was able to get a hold of the son. And I talked to him very briefly. And he was just like, yeah, well, come on. I'm like, perfect, tomorrow. Like, yeah, sure. So I hit him up again later that night. And he ghosted me. He
3: alien me. <laughs> like forget it it changed my mind it's the alien The aliens like
4: don't you dare don't yes. you dare go on that show <laughs> we will be on the show tomorrow morning thank you uh,
3: also uh this morning if have you been noticing a lot more people are are putting the masks back on have you noticed that
4: i have noticed people wearing them yes yeah, I have. Yeah. I've, I've
3: noticed that too hospitals across the country are telling people to mask up with flu and and covid cases on the rise the viruses have been on the rise for weeks and health officials Officials are predicting infections are going to increase this month. Uh, Cases have been spiking in more than half of all states in the weeks leading up to the holidays, with more and more hospitals across the U.S. requiring masks. As a result, just last week, New York City initiated a mask mandate for public hospitals, along with some hospitals in L.A., Massachusetts. Officials say vaccinations are down this year, and that this JN1 variant of the coronavirus spreads a lot easier. Than other ones. Um, There's no evidence to say it's more severe than past variants, but they're saying it spreads a lot easier. And then RSV also has been rising causing a lot more people to flock to doctors and hospitals.
4: I'm just trying to be more weary of uh, washing my hands and not touching my face and just being more conscious of the environments that I'm around.
3: I, d- I actually I, I haven't been wearing masks uh, for a while now, but I kind of miss that period. I like the masks. I don't know. There Hide your just, face. There was just something about just staying undercover and I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it.
4: People just see your eyes. You have to smile. You can have smiling. Yeah. You know, you just go about your business.
3: I was fine with it. Alright, finally this morning we all love to hear about predictions for the future and this list of predictions from a hundred years ago back in 1924, has just been, not unveiled, but they're looking back at this list of predictions from 1924. Uh, There's a bunch of them, so I'll just go over some of the highlights. There's a, a few insightful ones. There's some that were not so spot on. One prediction from 100 years ago was that in 2024, we would not have teeth (laughs) like, wow. <laughs> they, well, some of us don't <laughs> they were saying that Americans eating habits would drastically change and they, they questioned if we would have any teeth at all um they said will we have any teeth teeth will there be any color on our face except paint will the men have any height to speak of um just interesting i don't know if so I we, evolved? we wouldn't have enough meat to go around yeah. so maybe evolution would take care of our teeth for us that i thought was kind of interesting um also this was a prediction from 1924 a, a, pre- a professor at usc predicted that horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles would just make them useless they said in another hundred years you may find horses in zoos um, I'm not sure you'll find them anywhere else.
4: I can see the, where the, the mindset was going because mm-hmm. everyone uses horses as transportation back then to get around and the automobile uh, taking over. I can see where that mindset was going. But there are plenty of horses out there right now. Yeah, there <laughs> I it didn't is. I can tell you that much.
3: Um, this one turned out to be accurate. Working from home. Uh, this this book came out and this guy basically predicted the internet. He said we'd be doing most things remotely and it would be great if you hate cities. He says what a help to the man who objects to a large city, why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort? So that one turned that out That guy's to a be genius right. for calling that one, yeah. Yeah, some of the other things include world peace and that didn't happen. Uh then another guy, complete end of the spectrum, constant war everywhere. Right. And then this one said women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. This, uh, this guy said um, women will occupy all the highest positions and men will just do physical labor or stay home to, quote, wait on the babies or mind the pets. And, and some cases we are trending yeah that way, that's great in certain uh in certain uh businesses and in certain areas so i thought those were kind of interesting yeah
4: kind of eye-opening what they were thinking yeah. about a 100 years ago check this out next hour brett goldstein you know him as roy Ken from ted lasso he's going to be in town doing his comedy show and we've got your tickets when you conquer the mercedes in the morning mega minute
3: mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning it is 705 monday morning and That's the music. It's it's usually time for beat Mercedes, but alas, not yet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it is coming. It is, it is returning. next it,
3: Monday. It's returning.
4: It's coming back. Oh, two Mondays. Next Monday. Oh, two Monday. Yeah, two oh, That's yeah, right. The 22nd. Yeah, yeah, It's coming back in a big way. But we love playing the game so much, and and just like there's there's preseason in all major league sports. We thought this morning, Mercedes, that Steph and I would have a little preseason fun with just you to, to, to kind of warm things up for you and well, see, see if you're ready for the regular season.
3: Let's let's explain. So last year we ended with like a $3,300 diamond pendant yeah. for Michael Eamon and Huge. Diamond Jewelers and no one ended up winning it. So that means that, that that's, that's that. That was the 2023 season. So be Mercedes starts back up. This month, the new 2024 season, we start back at $100 Diamond Pendant and work our way up, from what I understand. Am I, you're, you're giving word looks. Am I wrong? No, no. no I was telling oh. Steph I needed something. Oh, yeah. okay. You're good. Uh, yeah, so we start back at $100. And so, yeah, they're just uh, getting that all finalized so that we can uh, start that later on this month. So if you're wondering, you know, what's going on with that, that's the deal. So it is coming back. It's just uh, we got to make sure everything is ready to go.
4: So I, let's test you. Let's get things going. Let's see if you're able to identify something. Of these songs, it took some okay? time
3: off. It's been a long time. I mean, I did really well l- last year, but this year my goal, well, I guess it should be your goal, is to be beat. But I don't want to give someone the win. I want them to earn it. You know what I mean? You were not, it's you not went, fun when someone lets you win.
4: No, and, and you don't play that way because you went undefeated last year. Yeah. No no one beat you.
3: That's crazy.
4: Okay, you ready? A yeah. couple of songs here. Um, let's start with this one right here.
3: Got it. Uh, is that Doctor Feelgood,
4: Motley Crue? Two point six seconds. Oh, she has geez. got it.
3: <laughs> That's good. I don't know how I knew that one. I usually don't do very well with the rock songs.
4: Two point six seconds. Okay. That was fast. Okay, let's go to uh, let's go to this one right here.
3: Oh, big time, Peter Gabriel.
4: 4.3 seconds. Okay. <laughs> As he says big time.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: did he say it? He was about to, yeah. Oh, but I... you got it right before. That's okay. fast. 4.3 seconds is fast. Okay. Um, let's go to one that uh, Steph put in here. Let's try this one right here.
3: I want to be an end game. Oh, end game by Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, shout out
4: Got It. <laughs> oh, the oh Got it got, yeah. it. got It. Got, yeah. got It. So sorry. To stop the clock. 2.7 seconds. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's go with reset the clock. This one right here
3: got it lady lionel richie
4: lady by kenny rogers
3: oh oh, does kenny rogers oh dang okay i got one wrong okay this is why we do pre-season preseason.
4: um let's go to a steph song right here hit reset a steph song
3: got it uh, are You That Somebody by Aaliyah?
4: Yeah, 1.8 seconds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is going to be a good year. Let me hit reset on the clock and try this song right here.
2: I wish got you. Got it. The uh-huh. Third Eye Blind Jumper. Yes.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh, you're fast on that one. Let um, hit reset on the clock and try this song right here. It's B Mercedes Preseason Edition. This one right here.
3: Got it, Rick Springfield i'll do anything for you no i don't know what the name is i love somebody oh see field. i don't know his songs very well oh. i'm sorry
4: we kind of see what's working right so yeah what's now what's you guys kind of know my weak
3: spots uh, that's why the, yeah this is this is why you need to do this so you know where i'm weak
4: let's try two more real fast okay. here's uh here's one from steph
3: Smashing, got it. Oh. Smashing Pumpkins. Um, oh, it's the one that's, I know it's not 1979. Uh, I don't know. I it, I know it's Smashing Pumpkins. I just don't know what's They said
4: it too. He said the word disarm.
3: Oh, yeah. I never would have got that. Oh, I never would have got that. I didn't even know the name of that
4: song. So maybe alternative grunge from the 90s stuff yeah. is the category. And then uh, let's end with one more right here.
3: Oh, that's the one I got me before. <laughs> got it uh, do, uh i still forget band-aid or yes band-aid do they know it's christmas yes yes okay. yes i i'm a little rusty i need to uh i need to practice a little bit mercedes you got
4: some songs in two seconds you're not that rusty it's mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning
2: Uh, We're getting you back to Vegas' best variety and Mercedes in the Morning. Faster. Mix 94.1.
4: You got your tickets to go see Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso's Roy Kent. Those tickets are yours in less than 10 minutes when you conquer the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute.
3: Two words. Two words was all it took for us to get into an argument on Saturday night. Does that ever happen to you where it's like, Something small kind of gets a little bit bigger than it actually should.
4: We had one on Saturday night, too. Did you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Who should we...
3: Rock, paper, scissors. Who's, who are we going <laughs> to no, <'cause>, talk about? Because <laughs> I want
4: to hear... Let's, let's start with yours, and okay. maybe it gets mine now. move it to later on in the hour. Uh,
3: we were going out to dinner with some friends on Saturday night, uh-huh. and so we were getting ready, and I like, I just didn't know what to wear, because I, I knew... I've been to the place before. It's nice, but I, I thought I could maybe get away with a pair of jeans and a cute top or something, but then i saw my husband getting dressed and he was dressed kind of nice so i was like oh gosh i don't know what to wear so i picked an outfit and uh i picked like some like velvet leggings they were not just like regular leggings they were all velvety and, and soft they were kind of fancy and then um like a sweater a, a red sweater with it and My husband is amazing because he is like my own personal hype man. He'll always tell me how great I look. And sometimes he'll take it over the tub like, whoa, (laughs) you know, he's like, he just he's really considerate in that aspect where he always makes me feel really good when I come out in a cute outfit and stuff. Or or even if I'm not, he's like, you look so cute today. And it's just really nice. I appreciate it. So I come out in my outfit and he just kind of looks me up and down and and doesn't say a word. Not like, oh, you look nice. or the... So I immediately, uh, I, I immediately get on high alert, like, okay, maybe this doesn't look good. And if it doesn't look good, I am one of those people you can tell me, like, tell me, I, I don't, I'd rather look like a fool in front of you instead of a bunch of other people. So he didn't say anything. And I, I thought, I was like, oh, okay. I go, is this okay? And he just goes, it's fine. It's fine. Ooh,
4: normally you get an over, the, not over the top, but you get a nicer reaction than it's fine. Like, ooh, it looks beautiful. I love those right. leggings. Wow,
3: this pops, honey. It's fine. E- and I go, fine? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, should I change? He's like, it's fine. You look fine. I, well, I wait, I don't want to just look fine. I want the pops that I usually, yes, get. <laughs> what the uh-huh. heck is going on? So I immediately got upset. And, ladies, if you were told you looked fine, would you be okay with that? Or would that be honest? Would that kind of upset you a little bit? 702-364-9400. Or what's like the little thing that turned into a big thing. So I, now I'm freaked out and I'm just like, we got to go. And I end up just wearing it. But the whole night, I was thinking about how bad I looked. Your
4: outfit confidence is down. All it's, night And then you're, as you're driving to the restaurant, you're maybe second guessing. Like, oh, if I would have done this top or that bottom or, or just kind of change things. Your confidence level is not high. I, I get that.
3: I, I, I felt like I was carrying myself differently. I just didn't feel good about myself. <laughs> oh. I felt like I looked terrible. And, and then, you know, dinner went fine. And then when driving home, it was like silence. And I'm like, what, what happened here? What's going on? And he's like, nothing. You're mad at me because I didn't say anything about your outfit. And I was like, okay, so you don't like it then, right? And he's like, he never would answer me.
4: He never committed he to never, not liking
3: it. I'm like, if you don't like it, you gotta tell me. You're the one that I can depend on to tell me these things.
4: Now, a lot of people say that. They say that if I'm, if with there's significant other that, oh, if I'm not wearing something right, I want to know before I go out. If Matt would have said to you. Ugh. You need to be a little, bit it needs to be a little more fancier tonight, or that's a little bit too casual for where we're going. Maybe you should go change. He's, Would you take offense to that? No, he's done that before. Oh, and
3: I appreciate it. Like he told me one dress I got, he's like, that is definitely not the most flattering dress on you, and I was like, thank you, I'll mm-hmm. take it back. I liked hearing it from him, but it was just like, I don't know what it was. He didn't like it. He liked it. He. It was so bizarre, and so we. It, there was just like this weird tension with us all weekend because of a stupid outfit.
4: And the two words, "It's fine." It's
3: fine. Don't ever say that to to someone with their outfit. Were you it's thinking,
4: fine? Were you thinking about the outfit all night? Where just yes. it was kind of sitting in the it's sitting in the back of your head. Of you're having a great time at dinner, having a nice conversation. I'm sure with your friends, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, ah, maybe that other sweater, or maybe that dress would have been." Better.
3: Even now, I'm thinking back, and I'm like. Should I get rid
4: of those leggings? Are they? Do they look stupid? I, I don't know. It was just a weird thing. Or were they were they not stupid? Were they just the wonderful leggings, but not the leggings for where you were going on Saturday night?
3: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
4: It's fine.
3: It's, it's fine. Okay. K. Okay. Stuff like that; those are the little things that are say so much. Sm- small words that say so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to be careful with that. So I don't know. I don't know where we're at today. It's fine. <laughs>
4: I, I had a buddy when I was you know single and we're going out or something, whatever. And he picked me up and he'd be like, "Is that what you're wearing?" i be like, "Yeah. Why?" He like, oh, "No, no, no. I just wasn't sure." Look, like, why would you say that to someone? You just did it to mess with me. But is that what you're wearing? Yeah. Oh. Okay. No. Cool. But let's go. You're
3: literally gonna think about it.
4: It's in the back of your mind. Oh, all night time. <laughs> Here we go. It's time for the Mercedes in the morning mega minute.
3: What is the mega minute? It's 10 questions in 60 seconds. If you can conquer it, you're going to win an amazing prize. I am so, so hyped for this. We have a pair of tickets for you to go see Brett Goldstein. He plays Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. It's called the second best night of your life tour. It's happening at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan on March 8th. And if you want to see Brett Goldstein, be Caller 20 right now and give the Mega Minute a shot. Can you do it? We have full confidence. It's a new week. We're feeling good. No one told you you look just fine today. (laughs) It's going to be fantastic. You're going to get these tickets. Caller 20 plays Uh 702-364-9400. Are you ready?
2: It's It's time time for Mercedes
3: in the Mornings Mega Minute. And our contestant is on the line. It is Elle. Good morning, Elle. Good morning. How are you feeling? Uh, nervous, great. <laughs> Take a breath. You got this. Brett Goldstein tickets up for grabs. It starts quick, so get ready.
4: All right, Elle, you have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we'll come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. Who
3: is the villain in the Disney movie The Little Mermaid? Uh, Ursula. Yes. What kind of fruit is Granny Smith? apple yes what is the name of the 1998 movie that lindsey lohan plays twins uh friday no how many miles are in a marathon 26.1 no what animal is known for going into hibernation bear yes what artist is known for their song since you've been gone and because of you Oh my gosh, who is that? Why can't I think of it? Oh, Jackson. Yes, what actor starred in the movie Saturday Night Fever, Grease, and Pulp Fiction? Uh John. Trubato. Yes, what fast food restaurant slogan is we have the meats? arby's Yes, what actor starred as Iron Man in the Marvel Universe? Uh Robert Downey Jr. Yes, what is the capital of Texas? Uh, Dallas? No. What is it? Oh. oh, darn it. We made it through all the questions. We just got oh. a, We had a few hiccups along the way, El, I'm so sorry. The 1998 movie with Lindsay Lohan playing twins is The Parent Trap. Um... The, the miles in a marathon is 26.2. Oh. You were so close. And then the capital of Texas is Austin. I'm so sorry, L. You tried to conquer the Mega Minute. It didn't happen. But that means you can hang up right now and call right back. Because Caller 20 right now gets a pair of tickets to see Brett Goldstein, Roy Kent from Ted Lasso, the second best night of your life tour at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan on March eighth. Is something in retrograde right now? Like, I'm just wondering with all the little <laughs> arguments that have been going around. Is everyone else, like, getting in little tiffs with with a family member, a spouse? Because I was just talking about mine and how the two words, it's fine, started a, a little bit of an argument in my house. Um, and then you said you got into... Some sort of an argument this weekend with your spouse. What did it have to do
4: with? Yeah, and ours was Saturday night as well. And it was with Laura getting back into town. She went back home for a couple of days to see her family. And she was flying back Saturday afternoon. And I just had to do a bunch of errands on Saturday. And one of the things I had to do was she had that bad blowout with her tire Um, Last month and I had to go to the car dealership to pick up the actual physical tire to mail it to the tire company They want to inspect the tire and so that's what I had to do Saturday afternoon And my day just kind of got away from me and I'm going out to get the tire at the same time that she's landing She sends me a text message. I'm like, that's great Um, You know, I should hopefully be home by the time you get home And so she gets home to the house before me and she goes upstairs and she's showering everything and so I get home She's already arrived and I'm like, hey, I'm home. And she's like, hi. I hear a big happy excitement scream from upstairs. And I go and I start to take off my boots. And then she shouts down, Why aren't you coming upstairs to see me? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking off my boots. She like, Well, come up to see me. I'm like, I'm taking my boots off. I had to take my boots off. So I took my boots off and I went upstairs. And at that point, when she revealed that one, she was not happy because I was not home to greet her when she got home. And then secondly, My um, energy level and excitement when I came in the house was not at her level of excitement to see me. And that started a little bit of a riff with us on Saturday night.
3: Was it up to you to set the tone or was it since she was already there established up to her? To set the tone is the question. And I only ask this because have you heard of that experiment that there's a whole thing on relationships and this experiment where they say that the first four minutes when you arrive home are detrimental in making your relationship be a happy one. And they did this and they said that, you know, imagine you walk into your house and your spouse is like, hi, pay these bills, clean that up. That versus hi and then a hug and a kiss. And they're saying that you should always, when you're the one at home, be there to greet the person who arrives home.
4: Our um greeting, our arrival uh level of excitement is different. And it's funny because I always I try as hard as I can when Lara comes home, I'm at the door to greet her. We have like the light through sixty, so I hear her goes off, so I know yeah. she's pulling and so I'll go and open the door, I'm like, hey, welcome home. Or if she's got bags. Help her with the bags. She does not give me that in return. I'll get, I'll come home. Let's we'll say she's watching TV. She's on the couch, and I'll get a hey from from the living room. Our level of greeting is different. Uh, but on Saturday, I got into the house and I heard from upstairs, hey, I, an excited hello. Yeah, I gave an excited hello back to her. It's just that I needed a minute to take my boots off, and I couldn't go running upstairs. But also, in her mind, I think she was expecting me to be there and greet her when she got home from her trip, help her with the bags inside the house, and for me not being there and helping her with the bags and then at home greeting, that sent us down a negative road on right Saturday. yeah yeah
3: they yeah, this is a you gotta look up that experiment it's It's like the four minutes the, they call it the first four minutes when when couples meet um like at the end of the day, and they say that they need to renew the feelings that they have for each other at that time. And so whoever is there should be there ready to greet that person in a positive way to make the, the the interactions that you have from that point forward be good versus something negative. So in that case, she should have been waiting for you, but it sounds like she wasn't necessarily waiting for you, but she was still positive.
4: She gave big energy yeah. from upstairs. I just didn't run upstairs with my boots on. I was taking Which them off. Which you shouldn't
3: have. You, you shouldn't wear your boots on the carpet.
4: I know. It's taking off. Off. I was <laughs> taking them off. I was taking them off. But then I did this, too. When she said that she was upset that I wasn't home to greet her, I, I said, well, I had to go pick up your tire. Like, oh. oh, see, you
3: just you ruined the first four minutes by throwing that in there. You had to get that little dig in, didn't
4: you? Darn it? I that spent was the next
3: not necessary.
4: Four hours trying to recover <laughs> from the bad first four minutes when she got back from her trip.
3: Yeah, you took it to a whole new level. That was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
4: The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Best Mattress.
3: Okay, let's talk about the Golden Globes a little bit this morning, shall we? Last night was the 81st Annual Golden Globe Awards. Joe Coy was the host. And just curious, what did you all think? 702-364-9400. He's getting some uh, mixed reviews this morning. Uh, let's uh, Let's listen to some of his jokes here.
6: Welcome back, and as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear, there's just more to go to here. Sorry about that.
3: Well, Taylor's reaction was not great. She just kind of looked at him deadpan, took a drink of her champagne. A lot of people are saying that, you know, why, why are you going after her? Here's a joke he made. Um, about Barbie
6: I watched Barbie I loved it I really did love it um, I don't want you guys To think that I'm a creep But it was kind of weird Being attracted to a plastic doll It's just something About your eyes, Ryan <laughs> And Margot, It's not always about
4: you Like, okay. I don't know. What do you think? To me, it just fell flat. And I was super excited for him and two weeks to get ready. I couldn't imagine doing that. But I just felt like the the jokes fell flat, especially with that room. And at one point, I felt like they were, were they piping in an applause? We heard an applause because they showed the crowd and everyone was almost like sitting on their hands. But yet there was still laughter and kind of applause. I'm like, where's that coming from?
3: Yeah. It was a hard room. A lot of the jokes did just fall flat. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are saying... um, let me see. Let me read some of these. Um, th- th- okay, so now we're insulting Taylor Swift, the woman responsible for the highest-grossing music tour ever, and the woman, women responsible for the highest-grossing film in Warner Brothers history, Barbie, this year of all the years. Racist, or not racist, reductive, sexist, and cheap. I hate it. Um, some other people were saying that, you know, they had never heard of him before. I maintain he is, in my opinion... Hilarious. He, duh, his stand up is. Just so funny. But I definitely think he had an off night. And it happens. I, I think he definitely had an off night.
4: And on the whole Taylor Swift thing with her being shown all the time when the NFL games, it's not like she's... It's pre- not her fault. It's not her. She's just there. Support- <laughs> it's not her. She's like, I'm just I'm just going to the game. Support my boyfriend. Right. Go after CBS, Fox, wherever the the game is on. And for showing me all the time. Uh, did you hear the, the penis routine he did?
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was again falling flat <laughs> he, he,
4: he tied in barbie he tied in um, um Saltburn Salt and also bradley cooper's movie uh maestro. maestro yes yeah he worked all three of them together in a penis joke yeah
3: it, it, i just don't think his jokes are for, for that crowd probably um so i don't know curious as to what you guys think about it well speaking of taylor swift Everyone is talking about this moment from the Golden Globes. Did you see the clip where Selena Gomez goes over and talks to Taylor Swift? And like the li- lip readers think they know what they were talking about because Taylor Swift is like, oh, and there you, you're like, what are they talking about? There's some major gossip happening here.
4: Well, I, I didn't see that moment. And what what are the rip, okay. uh, lip readers saying? So
3: so the, you got to check out that moment because Taylor uh, Swift's face is. Um, it's basically lip readers are saying that okay, so Selena comes up, whispers something into Taylor's ear and then mouths something to her as well. the um the girl next to Selena or to Taylor appears to say Timothy and then you see Selena nod. So while what people are saying is that Selena was telling, taylor that she had gone up to timothy chalamet to ask for a picture the two had been in a movie together before Mm -hmm. and kylie jenner said no that she can't so she went over to taylor
4: oh no that's what they picked up on yes that's
3: what they're saying is what happened in that whole uh altercation there
4: oh how let them let take a picture like who's kylie janitor and they're dating right to stop her boyfriend from taking a picture no you can't
3: uh, there's some bad blood between selena and kylie um and then and and hayley bieber uh, do you remember that whole mean girl's eyebrow thing
4: yes yeah. i do we talked about it on the show yeah, so i know so, yeah.
3: yeah that i think that kind of contributed to it but yeah, that's what the lip readers are saying that they're talking about. How she says to Taylor that she went up to Timothy, asked for a picture, and uh, she said no. And then the other friend is like, Timothy?
4: And they like, yes. <laughs> there any other Timothys there <laughs> that they could have been talking about? What other Timothys could be there? And that's and that's one of the words shows I do like with all the celebrities eating. And then certain celebrities, they, they win. They're in the back, and they can't find their way up to the front. And it's like three minutes to get up on stage and do the acceptance speech. I also felt like the speeches were fast this year.
3: Yeah, yeah. i i i I think they had limited time so they didn't have
4: a lot to work yeah someone got up and they're like oh my gosh i got 18 seconds
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, just going to the text line to see what everyone thought about uh joe coy here's what we're getting it says he's a comedian it was a joke lighten up people this one says uh from coco the problem is people are not ready for a real comedian coy did great for two weeks notice uh this one says his humor isn't for hosting this type of event This one says not impressed with Joe Coy. This one says Joe Coy bombed too many misogynistic jokes. Uh, So, yeah, mixed reviews here, too. We're getting Mm -hmm. them all over the place. All right. Finally, this morning, younger generations have always had kind of a rebellious spirit. But with technology, the divide between generations is probably more extreme these days. There's a new survey out, and it shows that 74% of Gen Zers are likely to live their life in a rebellious fashion. 74%. Some of them have found that breaking standard lifestyle, uh, lifestyle conventions have led to positive changes in their confidence and their convictions. They're also asked what rules and conventions were worth breaking, and the top answer is having an unconventional job, like a YouTuber or... I don't know what else. A tattoo artist is something that they listed here. Other popular responses are breaking stereotypical norms, um, like like women being in a male dominated field. So like these are good things I think. Uh dress codes for social events, going to college directly out of high school, things like that. They say the biggest rebels, the biggest rebel generation will be the Gen Zers.
4: Are you seeing any rebellious activity from your kids?
3: Um I you know, if, if you want to classify it as rebellious, I like I look at it as trailblazing more than being rebellious. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, oh, well society says this. Well, I don't believe that, so I'm going to do this, and, and and not in a bad way, in a positive yeah. way, you know, not like, well, society is telling me to stop at this stop sign. I'm going to go against that <laughs> and just go through it. <laughs> we
0: really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
3: Do something mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning 802 monday morning so the big uh raiders season finale yesterday versus the broncos happened yesterday at allegiant and i was there it was cool because there were i born and raised in denver I, i'm a huge bronco fan i was excited to get to see my my home team play in my new hometown
4: we were talking about this last week about certain fan bases and stuff. We talked about the Raiders fans being pretty intense. If you go to a Raiders game and wear the opposing jersey, get kind of nervous about that. But then we talked about th- this is Raiders fans 2.0, and they seem to be nicer in Las Vegas. I saw that that sweater you had on that you posted at the game. Really cool uh, look going on on Sunday. How were the fans treating you on Sunday? So... <sighs>
3: It started out great, you guys. It was great. I I got some playful ribbing. It literally, I got out of my car, and this one guy goes... Mercedes boo <laughs> <laughs> and I look over and I see he's wearing Raiders gear but his wife has Broncos gear on and she's like don't listen to him yay and so I, it was fun and he's like and my husband goes she was born and raised in Denver man and he's like okay okay like it was playful it uh-huh. was it was cute and we you know we, we smiled and waved and stuff and we went in the the stadium and And it was all playful. We sat down, and there were some Raider fans sitting in front of us. And they go, oh, boy. And I was like, oh, you guys are going. And and we just were having fun with it all.
4: As you should. it's going to be playfulness.
3: Exactly. It was totally fun. And then some guy, and he didn't do this to me, but I noticed him in the next section, and I was like, please don't come over here. He kept going up to Broncos fans. He's a Raider fan. He kept going up to Broncos fans and I can't do it. Let me see if I can do it. He kept doing this. Eey-oh, eey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a donkey. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god! If this guy comes up to me, I I'm gonna lose it. I'm like, please don't come up to me." So he kept doing that to people around him, and people were getting annoyed. Like it was funny at first, but then it was like, "Okay, it's not eh, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, enjoy the game." So we were fine, and then the game's about to end. It's clear that the Broncos were not gonna win. We're there's two minutes left. We're like, should we just get an early start and try to avoid some of the traffic getting out of here? Yes, it, it, Yeah. <laughs> so we, we left. And and at the same time a bunch of Bronco fans did it. And maybe that's what made it bad. So we're we're walking up the stairs to leave. And that's when the, the mean Raiders fans came out. And they're like, get the bleep out of here, you bleeping losers. This is our city. Get out. And I'm thinking, I live here too.
4: <laughs> I've probably been here longer <laughs> <know>. than you.
3: <laughs> and they're like, oh losers you suck and like it was fine for me but i was more upset like my kids like my daughter goes why are they being so mean i'm like i don't know just walk just walk don't make eye contact and yeah they were screaming like really mean things like this is what you get when you come to our city gtfo blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow! Fast that forward. turned
4: quickly. <laughs> Fast forward a week, and you're sitting next to me at a Golden Knights game. Hey, how about <laughs> our Knights? Yeah, go team, go! <laughs> well, I
3: finally got sick of it, and I go, "Your team sucks too. They didn't even make the playoffs." And I walked away. <laughs> yeah, didn't they didn't finish the season eight and nine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, man, you didn't have to get nasty about it. I was like fully on respecting you guys, and you won. You know,
4: but if you, I guess, I guess if you take overall big picture. Yeah, got some HEFA fans leaving, but the majority. Of, overall, it was overall. fine. Did yeah, you, did you, overall. Did you see, see Gorilla Rilla?
3: Um, no, and I usually, I usually do. do you? I didn't see him. <laughs> he so usually sweet. sits in our section. <laughs> gorilla Rilla Yeah, does. but he wasn't there. I don't know if he moved sections or if he missed that game, but I didn't see him. He's for some a reason. legend.
4: If you know yeah. what we're talking about, he is the is the fan that dresses up as a gorilla at, uh, he's been at every single's Raiders game since I think he started it in 1990. He's been doing it for many decades and it's Gorilla Rilla, same guy in the costume at every game.
3: Yeah, we were sitting next to Donkey Wonky. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
4: Yeah. tickets for you to the bridal spectacular coming up here just about five minutes
3: i just opened my linkedin i never go on linkedin ever <laughs> and i just decided to open it and i have so many notifications i should probably go through it but if you're single this may be where the first place you hit every day according to uh Steph, what what's going on? People are using LinkedIn now. Yeah, supposedly
1: I was I was scrolling through social media and it says Gen Zers are now using LinkedIn at, for dating, and I'm like, what? So I'm looking it up and I'm doing the research, and I found an article that says seven reasons why everyone is using LinkedIn for dating, and I was I was actually laughing at the last one. Um, one of them says, well, people on LinkedIn are going out there to achieve success. So you want to find someone that's successful or wants to reach success and that's super ambitious? LinkedIn is one of those ways. Do you ever use LinkedIn?
4: I just, I, I, I opened up a LinkedIn account years ago and I finally just, actually, Laura helped me update it over Christmas break. She's like, you need to update your LinkedIn thing. And um, so she's, she's the one that did it for me. Um, so yeah, I'm now back on it. I did a post, but I have not um, interacted on it. I'm, I'm just not... You know, you've got your social media world, for me at least, that I use. I'm on Instagram, I'm so, not really on Facebook, but that's, my, I guess, my secondary one. I do TikToks, but LinkedIn is not one I go to. So she created this whole profile, updated it for me, my information, everything, and I think I popped it open once, twice right now this morning.
3: Well, maybe, yeah, like that's the place to go. I just feel like what could go wrong by mixing dating with the, <laughs> with your LinkedIn account? That just seems like a very bad thing to do but has anyone else noticed that that you're getting more like propositions on linkedin you're getting more people reaching out to you um in terms of being interested in you personally not professionally that's why i always just kind of um I I don't know. I just kind of assumed it was just for the business side. But it's interesting that people are now doing that. I just sent you a connection request since we never go on here. Oh, let me. uh,
4: (laughs) How do I find that? I don't know.
3: (laughs) I just saw a connect and I was like, oh, okay, because you you popped up on my people. You may know. kind of. Oh,
4: look at LinkedIn. No, we may know each other.
3: I I wonder how they figured that one out. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, do Do you find that? A lot of people meet their significant others or they just date through work. And sometimes that can go horribly wrong. Sometimes that could be a beautiful thing. Do you think it's unprofessional, though, to have someone reach out to you through a work means to go on a date at all?
4: I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, as long as you're profe- he's professional about it and not being creepy about it, I don't see it being an issue. If I was single and there was a colleague or someone in the industry that sent me a note saying, hey, you know, let's just say they live out of town. But I'll be in town this week for CES and just want to see if maybe you want to meet up and then have a cocktail. I would be open to that. If it was some kind of creepy way. Yeah, then I would have an issue with it. But so it... what's
3: creepy and what's not creepy? That's uh... the question. It's all different for everyone, right?
4: Yeah, it is. That's completely subjective to, to people, what you consider creepy and not creepy. Maybe someone would consider that just being creepy. Hey, I'm in town this week. Want to see if I'm going to grab a drink? So I might like, consider that to be creepy. In my mind, that's not. That would work for me.
3: I think that has anyone dated someone that they met um through work or through business? And did you feel like it crossed a line or did you think it was OK? I know that for the longest time, one of my girlfriends just thought that the, the guy who delivered it was either UPS or FedEx. I can't remember which one just was so cute and he would come in every day and they'd always be kind of flirtatious and and say hello and she wanted to like give him her phone number but her her thing is is okay if he's not interested and he wasn't wearing a ring that's why i asked i'm like does he have a ring on because if he does stay away from that she's like absolutely there's no ring i said it, if it doesn't work out, then you're still going to have to see him every day. So she asks She asks if she can get his phone number and see if they want to go out sometime. And so he, he gave it to her, but she said he seemed kind of like, like, felt like he had to because they were right in front of each other.
4: Oh, the pressure, sure. Yeah.
3: So she never reached out and things got really weird because she got the number, but then she felt bad about it. And like two weeks later... Dude never showed up again.
4: Oh, they had a different driver, I a delivery person? I don't know person? if he asked oh. for a switch
3: on the route or what, but it, she says she wished she never did it because it really ruined everything.
4: Okay. If you're a delivery person where you work for UPS, FedEx, whatever, have you ever been asked out by one of your customers, the people who deliver to? That's an interesting situation. And how do you handle that if you're not interested? Because you're going to continue to keep delivering packages to that person's house or business.
3: and And to have to change it because now you're yeah. uncomfortable. You feel awkward. We just got a text here uh says i had someone reach out to me about a job and when i said i was happy where i was he wanted to meet for drinks just to pick my brain for his new business and now it was something different yeah that's definitely different than the original uh approach i don't like when you use it in a sneaky way it just it makes it it, it makes it
4: kind of creepy yeah if you're open and honest about the whole thing maybe it's different but Keep us posted on your friend and their, the the UP. Well driver. that's
3: that's done. That's that's <laughs> coming on. It's over now. <laughs>
4: New route for the guy.
2: It's time for heads up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1.
3: Alright, we have our contestant, Santana. Good morning, Santana. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Alright, <laughs> let's have you play heads up. Let's pick a category. Do you want to go with typewriter? Got milk. Big Red, Roller Skate, or Pharmacist? What was the first one? Typewriter. Let's go with that one. Okay. Um, this World Typing Day is today. So these are all things you would see on a keyboard. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning?
4: Mm-hmm. JC. All right. All right, Santana. Here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win. And we... S- okay, Mercedes got to load up the uh, the sounders right. here. It's all things to do. uh All things is you is see it? on a keyboard.
3: Where, where is it at?
4: Uh, under heads up. M-I-T-M. Heads up.
3: Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. You ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. We
4: start now. If you need to to move over, you. it's a longer button. You press it. It's a... Uh, space. Space. Okay. Yes. 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 Oh, uh, tab. Okay. Uh, no, space is fine. Um, my Instagram handle is JC Fernandez. What's the thing I put in front of it? At. Yes. Uh, skip the next one. Okay. If if I don't like something, I'm going to hit this button to remove it. It's so the top right. Delete. Yes. If I want everything to be in large font, I would hit this button. Zoom in or the plus. If it's if it's um lowercase, I want the opposite of lowercase. I hit the what button? Oh uh shift um no, we'll pass um, up, okay. up, down, left, right, you would shoot these with a bow arrow yes uh, a, b c d e all all everything on the keyboard or what letters, yes, um not quotation marks um but um uh, we'll skip the skip skip it uh next one is, if I need to, if I have multiple things, this ah, ah! That was
3: tough. What did we end at? You had uh, five, I believe. Five. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, okay. oh, you guys. Uh, that's a that was a tough one. What it's hard the, uh, to what's the what's the capital though? The cap, did you get it and shifted. Caps, cap?
4: caps lock. Caps was lock was the was the oh answer we're looking for. Yeah, in that, that was yeah. tough.
3: And okay. you can't say capital. Well, you can say cap. Yeah, no, you
4: can't. I don't know. Yeah, if you can or not, yeah. (laughs) I would have given it to you.
3: (laughs) Thank you so much for trying, Santana. Hang on the line. We'll get you uh, some sort of consolation gift, and that means Caller 20 right now. You get these VIP tickets to check out the Bridal Spectacular, four of them, plus that VIP gift bag, courtesy of M Place Productions. Caller 20 gets it right now. 702-364-9400. If you uh, flew over the weekend, there might have been a lot of uh, lines, uh, customer service uh, lines, because the FAA grounded more than 100 Boeing 737 MAX planes after a hole broke open in one in mid-air. Did you see that Alaska Airlines flight?
4: That is something out of a movie. How scary is that to be mid-flight in this... It was a door, but it was sealed up. Was it blows out off the plane? It was. Uh, it
3: returned to Portland at, soon after takeoff. Yeah, this big piece of the side of the plane broke off. Uh, it, it was a huge hole, and technically, this was a mid cabin door plug, which is an optional emergency exit that they can add but this plane had it permanently plugged so that it just looked like a normal side panel with a window and that's where the failure happened the cabin became depressurized and the oxygen mass dropped from from the ceiling and the pilots asked for an emergency landing it was successful everyone on board was fine there were a couple minor injuries um, but in response the faa was forced to ground boeing 737 max 9 aircraft for additional inspect It was precautionary, but, you know, it's it's worth pointing out that some of these are the same planes that were in the news five years ago, because in 2018 and 2019, two of them crashed, killing everyone on board. So it might not have been the worst thing to ground those those planes.
4: What would you do in that situation? And I have so many questions about this thing. Was someone sitting in that seat next to it when the door blew open? You see in the movies when that happens, everything's starting to get sucked out of the plane and people holding on for dear life. Was everyone just calm and casual? Would you be calm in that situation? Let's say your five rows back and all of a sudden you see this huge five foot hole boom, blows open on the side of the plane that's got to be so wild witnessing that
3: well i think that you have no choice but to be calm and i think yeah. the reason why everything didn't get sucked out of there was because it had just taken off and it wasn't high enough okay. at that point um but and and i don't know i'm not i'm not any sort of expert by any means but i saw a couple tiktoks of people who are actually on there and they're like flying and you can see the big hole and they're like filming it they have their masks on and stuff what can you do what good is freaking out going to to do exactly. at that point, you know, it's, it, I've never, the I have been on a plane where something happened that was weird. And if, if that's happened to you, what, what happened? Did you, did you freak out? I've been seated next to people that have anxiety issues. And asked to grab on to me before, and I let them. I'm like, of course. I'm like, do you want me to hold your hand? They're like, I just grab onto you. Yes, that's totally fine. I get it. But I remember once we were landing here in Vegas, and we we landed for like two seconds, and then we went right back up. And everyone's like, what just happened? And I don't know if there was an airplane at the end of the runway or something, but. It was a last second, touch the ground, boom, right back up into the air, and everyone was trying to figure out what happened, and we never got an actual answer. The pilot came on and apologized for doing that and said we'd be landing shortly, but everyone's like... What happened? Why
4: were we about to yeah, land? It
3: was so bizarre.
4: And then took back. That's scary, too. And then you can go back now and see, like with a flight tracker and flight yeah. aware, you can see the pattern of your plane and see the altitude adjustment coming down a touchdown. All of a sudden, phew, it takes off, all of a sudden.
3: Yeah, it was funny because we were telling our friends about it. He's like an airplane geek, he loves that stuff. And he sent us a screenshot of that. And it shows us ground backup, straight
4: <laughs> up. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster ride. <laughs>
2: it's time for the hot three on Mix 94.1
3: the
4: hot three is brought to you by best mattress
3: last week we talked about the limited edition starbucks pink 40 ounce stanley quenchers tumblers that were only available at target and how everyone went crazy that collab between starbucks and stanley just sparked a buying frenzy basically with high demand leading to arguments theft incidents it was just a big mess so everyone was thinking you know what i'll just grab mine on the next go round of these well despite their popularity particularly that pink bubble gum color starbucks has confirmed that those tumblers will not be restocked
4: oh so
3: they're not coming back they're sold out they're on ebay with asking prices in the thousands And sales in the hundreds, I've seen people paying well over $100 to get their hands on one of them. There was a similar situation following the release of a limited edition Valentine's Day Stanley Cup at Target last year. But, yeah, I guess I'm just not in that Stanley world, so it makes no sense to me. But maybe if you're in it, you you're just a fan, and you're willing to do what it takes to get it.
4: And it's so, so funny. I was thinking about this weekend, this whole cup thing. I'm like, how are people losing their mind over cups? It's just a cup. What are you doing? But I think we have our we each have our own little niches that we kind of lose our mind over something. Like I, I geek out over old cars. That person that's geeking out over the cup, I'm like, yeah, so what? It's a Camaro. Yeah, you right. know, we all have our own little things that we're into. So I can't be too judgmental on them. But I'm trying to pull up on eBay to see what they're going for.
3: But do you think you would show up at like, let's say they were selling a car that you really liked for? a price you could afford and would you show up and like fight other people for it?
4: No, I would not. No, I would so not. So I think yeah. there's a fine
3: line <laughs> between obsession and just you're you're, you're
4: taking it too yeah, far. Yeah, would not be throwing down right. fists or anything. <laughs> or and if I could get one, buy ten of them so I have ten and no one could get them either.
3: Yeah, I don't know. So th- it's sorry, fans, that's not happening. I'm sure there will be another one that people fight over. Oh here yeah, this is not the end of it. <laughs> uh, Kelly Clarkson is, uh, is it talk- Everyone's talking about her, and she's been uh, in the news a lot just with. With her divorce and and how she's been dealing with that and being single again, she shares custody of her kids, nine-year-old River Rose and seven-year-old Remington Alexander, and she shares custody with her ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock, and she says that social media, it's really hard on the kids, especially those with parents in the public eye, and... She says that she will not let her kids use social media. She's completely against it. Seven and nine is pretty young. I I agree with that. I think that's too young. But she says her daughter um, really wants it. And she makes comments like, well, what if dad lets me get it? And she says, well, you're there four days a month. So enjoy that. <laughs> uh, right now, he's not letting them do it either. Just for the record, she says I'll listen when they're older, but until they have a solid argument, it's a no. What do you think is the perfect age, and is there one? Going back, looking at your kids on social media, if you could do things differently, would you? Uh, I know I would. I, I think I. I think I was. I let them get theirs when they were like twelve or thirteen. Um, and it was just Instagram, and it's one of those things where I had to approve everything, mm-hmm. and, and I still have the passwords uh, if I need to go in. But the one that I would I would change and just say no to flat out would be TikTok. I, I TikTok, I just... Um, I I really think that I was... And, and I didn't let them have that till they were older. One of my daughters have, wants nothing to do with it, doesn't even have the app on her phone. The other one is literally like watching tiktoks all day long
4: what and, age do they start on tiktok
3: i don't know well you're supposed to be a certain age i can't remember what it is uh 16 or something but like that they don't yeah. scan your ID or anything yeah and so i i think i would re rethink that one and just say no altogether at tiktok it's it gets to the point where it's like she's just standing there talking to me and doing a random dance at the same time. And I'm like, could you just stop with the dances? Like, I don't know. Let's talk to uh, Bailey. Hey, Bailey. Good morning. What's up? Good morning. How are you? Good. We're talking about social media for kids. What do you think? I haven't grown up on the internet. The answer should be 18. 18. Why do you think that? It's just full
2: of
3: things that will ruin your mind, ruin how you see yourself, how you see the world, show you things you shouldn't see as a child. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you have no control over what they're exposed to. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, the algorithm is weird and it's yeah. I think you're I think you're absolutely right, Bailey.
4: Someone did a thing where they signed up under uh, they created a TikTok account as like a 13-year-old girl and just kind of whatever it punched in certain things and like the and just opened it up to see what your initial algorithm would be and it was just like some madness stuff that was coming through. Just like, you know, Body distortion, just stuff like you shouldn't be seen as a thirteen year old. Like, why would they feed this to me as a thirteen year old girl first coming on TikTok for the first time?
3: Dysmorphia, you mean? Yeah, dysmorphia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, just like all these things that like a thirteen year old girl should not be seeing or subjecting your mind to. It's like, wow, that's the original thing they thought I should see when I first signed up.
3: Yeah, it's a lot of mistakes made. But I think. do
4: you think and, your, your girls? I mean, your girls to me are so respectful to you and Matt. But do you think if you said no to social media, they would have backdoored and find a way to maybe? Get it on their iPad and hide the app and not let you see it.
3: Um, you know, I wouldn't put. I I would. I would say no, they wouldn't because I I would hope that we have an open relationship. But how many kids do that? You know, I I can't I can't say no definitively. Yeah. I don't know if they do sneaky stuff. I hope that they don't. I'm pretty pretty savvy when it comes to that stuff, so I can find things and I I've caught them in a couple not lies, but I've caught things like, hey, so you watched Saltburn. Yeah, how'd you know? I'm like, mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mom sees all.
3: Was that the last one there? Uh, no, but that's okay. Oh, we got time. Oh, okay, time. we got yeah. time. Yeah. All right. Uh, finally, this morning, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. Using emojis in work emails and whether or not it's appropriate. And they're saying it's becoming more and more uh common. It's not that bad, but for some people you need to refrain from using certain emojis they asked employees what's the most inappropriate emoji to use at work and number one really depends on your age it really does so for gen z it's the peach emoji that kind of looks like a butt for millennials it's the beer mug emoji for Gen X, it's the eggplant emoji. <laughs> and, <laughs> and for baby boomers, they think it's the middle finger emoji. That that would is you use the any most... of those
4: in work conversations? Like, hey, our, our boss says, hey, you can meet at 10 o'clock for a quick, give him the middle finger return.
3: The only one I could see myself maybe using, and I don't even drink beer, but would be the one with the two beers Uh, doing like cheers, like, Like, oh, hey, cheers or something like that. But I still, I probably wouldn't use that. I would never use the other ones. Um, The top answers for men and women were different also. Women think the peach and eggplant emojis are the most unprofessional. And then men said the beer mug and the kiss, the the kiss mark emoji one. You know, the lips, the, Yeah. yeah, those, you know which emoji I hate? I really dislike it because it just my mind goes somewhere i'll send it to you okay it, it it just on the surface it's like not even a big deal um hold on let me see if i
4: can and then i'm looking at my top used emojis does it go top left to right or top left going down bottom uh, i'm not sure what is that <laughs> I immediately thought dirty.
3: That's what, what I think that? when I see it. What is that? It's, it's supposed to be water droplets.
4: Oh my gosh! I know Saltburn was a risque movie, but Mercedes. <laughs>
1: Step, do you does this
3: does this emoji bother you at all? The the water?
1: Droplets? Are you talking about the three? Yes. So one time, my mom used it, and it was what? like, "Mom, I know." And I said, "Mom." I don't think you should be using those those emojis. She goes, what? I think she said, like, it got me emotional, and she sent me that.
4: She and- wrote it got me, and then sent that emoji? <laughs>
5: <laughs> what, what kind of emotions were you feeling? I know,
3: right? Mom.
4: Mom. <laughs> hey, coming up, we have Jerker Justified dealing with pets and a new baby. One husband is faced with a big dilemma. We'll explain in about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1.
3: It is nine oh seven mixed ninety four point one and it is time for you to be the judge. It is time for jerk or justified. First one of the new year, and if you ever have a situation that you're kind of confused about, you need some advice, you need some direction, you want to know if you're being a jerk or someone's being a jerk, shoot us an email, and you can do that through our website, Mix941.fm.
4: This comes from Todd, and Todd writes, Hi, Mercedes and JC. Happy New Year. Can you give me your thoughts on my situation? My wife and I have been married for three years. Two years ago, we adopted a puppy, and now my wife is five months pregnant. My wife wants to give our dog to her parents. They live in Boulder City. We are in the Northwest. They love the dog and said they would love to take him. My wife thinks we will be overwhelmed with a dog and a baby. I am not okay with this. She never bonded with our dog. Well, I have. He is my best friend. I do the majority of walks, training, and playing with the dog. We both work from home, so I don't see how she would be overwhelmed. I go away maybe five days a month for work. A dog is a family member and a commitment. You don't just give a dog away because of a baby. It's not a decision you can lightly go back on, even if it would be staying in the family. I would miss having the dog around, but my wife thinks I'm being unfair to her and to the baby and dog. Am I a jerk for wanting to keep our dog? Any suggestions on managing the two? Sign Todd.
3: Oh, man. Whenever you get bring pet, uh, pets into the picture, things get things get tricky because we just we love our our pets and so what do you think do you think uh she's being a jerk or do you think she's justified
4: oh i think she's justified and i think todd's being a little jerkish here in this situation and don't get don't get me wrong i mean i, I love our dogs Jax is one of my best friends and and i'm trying to put myself in that situation but i i think hear your wife out it's it's not a permanent solution. Not giving it up for adoption. It's her parents' house. So maybe start with the dog over there, and then once you get situated with with the baby and feel comfortable, bring the dog back into your life. The line of I would miss having the dog around, but my wife thinks I'm being unfair to her and to the baby. Um, well, yeah, you can have a new child around to take care of. I would just, I would try. I'd be respectful of my wife and send it to the parents' house for a little bit. And then once we feel we can start bringing the dog back in, bring the dog back into your life.
3: Real? I'm really surprised you said that. I, I did not expect that from you. So if Laura was pregnant and she's like, I think we got to get rid of the dogs because I, I, you know, I don't think this is going to work out with a baby. You'd be okay with that.
4: Well, the caveat here is the thing that's I think a blessing for them. It's at the, her parents' house. If Laura said we have to give the dogs well, up for let's adoption, say they
3: live by you, would you give them away?
4: If my parents live by yeah. closest, yeah, I would. If we have a new baby coming, it, yeah, absolutely, because it's not a permanent. It's not a permanent thing. Well, what if it is? Well, in my mind, I'm approaching that it's their. It's her parents' house. It's still my dog. If I want to bring the dog back, then I would. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're giving it for adoption; they're giving it to her parents. To but watch.
3: is that what she's saying here? What she doesn't want the dog. It's not a if it comes back, is it?
4: No, I am saying approach it. My mindset approach would be okay. Let's send the dog. This is my solution to the, the situation. Let's send the dog to your parents' house. I understand, but maybe we can circle back in six months, maybe a year, once things get settled with the baby, and we we you know we have our hands situated with the baby, you know what we're doing. Bring the dog back into our life.
3: So is that what you think these guys should do?
4: That's my suggestion, yes.
3: Okay. I think that makes it worse, honestly. I think that you need to ask her, like, hey, can we give this a try first And then if it doesn't work out, then look of of rehoming the dog. That's a really important relationship for you to establish early on. A baby coming into the picture, you need to wrap that baby up, swaddle it, get that blanket, back home to the dog, let them smell it, let them get to know that baby so they know who's coming in. This could be the most beautiful relationship ever, I think, between this baby and this dog. It really could. Uh, So I think your wife... I think I don't want to say she's being a jerk, but I agree with you. I think I understand why you want to keep your dog. And I think you should ask her, hey, can we give it a shot first? Then if it doesn't work out, then we can look at it. That's the way I look at it. I don't think anyone's being a jerk because you feel how you feel. But I think if you if you bring the dog in later after the baby's established, that could cause some territorial issues. I feel like it's not brought in like in a smoother transition. You know what I mean?
4: I 100%. And I'm glad you chimed in because you were in this situation. He was asking about that. Anybody suggestions because you had a dog, right? Yes. Run, I both, mean, we run, had, so, With both of them.
3: Yeah, and we brought the, we had both the dogs. We brought the, the blanket and they smelled it. They got to know it. We gradually introduced her. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it could be a beautiful thing. And I think you might be taking away this opportunity for for the baby to have like their best friend right there and that for the dog too so what do you guys think 702-364-9400 um let's
4: look at the and that's line. a great i had no idea that you do that yeah with the, with the blanket see these are tips for you todd
3: exactly like let them smell it let that dog smell it let them understand them and it's i just think it's important to introduce that um a lot of people are saying she's a jerk Uh, This one says you don't give a dog away because of a baby I had three dogs when I had my baby the dogs aren't a problem he will never get the dog back. Uh, This one says she's using this as an excuse. This one says a dog is a family member what if she gets pregnant again. Will she want to give away the first baby? It doesn't work like that. <laughs> this text says she is being a jerk. Wow, they're all saying she's being a jerk. Uh, the dog will love and bond with the baby. Dog is a part of the family. I could never part with my dogs. A dog is not more work with a baby. Um, this one says maybe the parents can take the dog only when the husband travels. That's a that's an option. We'll step like, in, take yeah, it to the doggy babysitter so mom doesn't have to worry about that. But I think that this would be. A great relationship. That dog will. That dog will stand by those children. That child. Like I. My dog saved my daughter's life one time. I think I talked about that on the air. She was. Uh, she had rolled out of my line of sight. I wasn't paying attention. He came in there barking, barking, like get your get your butt over here. And I went, and she was about to hurt herself. So, um, yeah, th- th- I think wow. this could be a really good thing. Th- that'll be the best friend you ever make for that for that child.
4: Well, Todd, keep us posted on everything. We love getting uh, these emails, and we love getting updates too. So, Todd, whatever you guys do, what he said is what five months in. They have a couple months to figure things out, Todd.
3: Yeah, but it'll be here before you know it,
4: so be okay. Uh, (laughs) If you want to send a situation for Jerk or Justify, just go to our website, which is Mix941.fm.
3: Hello? <laughs> How many times did I say that? Did you hear me? No, no. Oh, I go, Mix, <laughs> Mix. Mix,
4: (laughs) I brought the mics up third (laughs) to (laughs) tail end second there.
3: It's Mix ninety four point one. It is Mercedes in the morning nine twenty seven. I I mentioned to you guys a couple of weeks ago. I started playing pickleball uh, late late last year, and yes, uh, yeah, I'm getting better and better. I'm I actually I really enjoy it. It's so fun. If you never played pickleball before, it's kind of like tennis slash ping pong um, slash racquetball. I don't know how to explain it. It's a lot of fun. And on Saturday. Saturday, we're just chilling at the house. And one of the ladies that I've met through pickleball, and she's like the pickleball ambassador for Las Vegas. She like tries to bring people into the sport and expose them to them and teach them the rules. She's so nice. She messages me on Instagram. And she's like, Hey, there's a a pickleball group meeting at two o'clock this afternoon. If you want to come out and play and bring your daughter. And so I asked, I'm like, Hey, do you want to go play pickleball at two? And she's like, yeah. So we go out there and we meet this like pickleball group. Like they meet at certain times on certain days at certain courts. And it's like, it's like a free for all. Like you, it's like round robin. You put your paddle in the paddle slot, and then they're like court one's open, and then you go play with this group of people. It's like it's a lot of fun. It's a nice way to meet people. It was really cool. And so I met. Um, we're playing all afternoon. It's like four o'clock. I'm like so dead tired. And has has anyone ever asked you a question that made you really uncomfortable, or maybe it was like a little. A little much for someone to ask you I, I mean i laughed it off but it was so it was just like uh because i would never ask this question of mm. anyone so we're we're packing up our stuff and this lady comes up to me she goes you know who you look like and i always get nervous when people start off without i'm like who she goes you look like mercedes from the radio station and i just kind of smile I go, really and she goes yeah you look like you could be her sister and I was like, how funny. That's interesting. And I didn't say anything. Uh, and the lady I was with she goes, that's because it's her. <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes, You're, that's you. Oh my gosh. So I start talking to her. She's an older lady. And she goes, so how much money do you make every year? <laughs> and I just looked at her. I was like, huh? She goes, like, how much do you make? I'm like, oh, uh, I. Uh, and the lady that was like there she goes you can't ask that <laughs> she's like don't answer that i was just like uh, has anyone ever asked you a question like that caught you off guard completely just out of nowhere and how did you answer it i just got like so tongue-tied i didn't know what to say And my daughter starts laughing and and she goes I wish I even, she goes, I'm her daughter and I don't even know. <laughs> like that. It was just so, I couldn't believe she asked me that. It was so funny. Was
4: she uh, older where she got the old lady pass? Like, she, yes, Did she get the pass? She
3: even said that. She goes, I'm older. I can ask what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and we all started laughing after that. But have you ever had someone ask you a question that completely caught you off guard or that you didn't feel comfortable asking? Answering, has that ever happened to you? What was what was the question?
4: I've been the salary one before. Do you, you, you don't have a quick response of like, oh, it pays the bills, or oh, you know, it, it's it gets me by. You don't have a response to just kind of like, oh, 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 laugh it off till you, well, you way, move past it.
3: The way she said it is like, how much? And then I was just like, uh, and then the lady goes, you can't answer that. She goes, well, do you do well? And I go, we do fine. Uh-huh. Uh, You know, I, I didn't know what to say. I was just <laughs> like, oh, is that what you say? It pays the yeah, bills. Yeah, something like, yeah, because I don't want to answer it. I yeah. don't know why. It's like
4: it's like a private thing. It's like, yeah, you know, hey, it pays the bills, you know, move on to the next thing. Uh, I've been asked if like, the value of our house or how much we paid for our House,
3: and that's easy. You can just go on Zillow, and, and that's look the that thing. Up. It's like that's out there. If
4: you want to know, it's like I can tell you, sure. I, but it, what's the value of it? I haven't looked recently. But you can punch in my address if you truly want to know. To have you
3: ever gone to someone's house and you love their house so much, and before you leave or when you leave, you look it up on Zillow to see what it's worth or I'm what like, they yeah, paid for? wonder how much <laughs> his house is worth.
4: I mean, no, I've never done that. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how much do you make? <laughs> it's Six ninety four point one. Are you guys ready?
1: All right, let's check in on the hot topics trending.
2: 80s in the mornings what's trending? what's trending on mix 94.1
3: golden globes are trending this morning it was a big night for oppenheimer the movie won best motion picture drama while killian murphy robert downey jr and director christopher nolan took home individual awards uh here is christopher nolan accepting the uh best director award for oppenheimer
2: the only time i've ever been on the stage before was accepting one of these on behalf of our dear friend heath ledger and that was complicated and and challenging for me and in the middle of speaking i glanced up and robert downey jr caught my eye and gave me a look of love and support the same look he's giving
5: me now
3: it's uh, it it was a good night for for the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's really excellent. It's a long movie, but it's really, really good. Uh, Lily Gladstone she accepted the Best Actress Award for Killers of the Flower Moon. Thank you to all of you, and this is for every little res kid, every little urban kid, every little native kid out there who has a dream, who is seeing themselves represented and our stories told by ourselves in our own words um, with tremendous allies. Thank you all so much. She was the first indigenous actress to ever win the Golden Globe. Uh, Barbie, it lost out to poor things for best musical or comedy film, but it did win the award for cinematic and box office achievement. And Billie Eilish, she took home a Golden Globe for the song. What was I made for? It was
5: exactly a year ago, almost that we were shown the movie and I was very, very miserable and depressed at the time. And writing that song kind of saved me a little bit. And a year later, and here we are, and it's really surreal. I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky. You guys scare the living hell out of me, everyone in this room, but (laughs) thank you so much. Thank Thank you, this means the world.
3: (laughs) Happy with a lot of the winners, um, a lot of the shows or movies that I've seen. I, I, I couldn't agree more that they deserve beef. Uh, One oh, so great, more. that's such a good uh, show. And uh, yeah, so let's talk about what else is trending this morning. Joe Coy, <laughs> the comedian, was the host of the Golden Globes last night, and uh, let's let's take a listen to a couple of his jokes.
6: The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Ah, Or what casting directors call character actor. (laughs) Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a
3: perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. He, uh, yeah, he was asked to host a show just over two weeks. He's getting mixed reviews. He struggled to get some laughs during his monologue, telling the audience that he just got the gig, like you heard. And many people felt like his jokes were a little corny, missed the mark, or were just flat-out rude.
6: Welcome back, and as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear, there's just more to go to Sorry about that.
3: Taylor was not amused by that. For the record, we called Joe Joe this morning to see if uh, we could talk to him, see what he thought of everything, and uh, he's yeah, he didn't answer his phone. He's when, probably sleeping. Yet.
4: Yeah, probably. It's because yeah. he was at the after parties yeah. and everything. Uh, I, yeah, I just think it just it just fell flat. It just didn't hit the mark. It's a, it's a tough room to work. I couldn't imagine going out there and uh, performing in front of that the celebrities like that. And jokes hit differently with them. I don't know. It just it fell flat for me too as well.
3: I I agree. I think he's a really Talented comedian. His stand-up specials are hilarious. I've seen him in person. Love him. I just don't think like his comedy was good for that audience. It, it was just he's just a different style of comedian. I think. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't work. It didn't work. We, but I still think he's great.
4: Is you seen you see you said you seen him live right? Yeah, a is couple this, of times. Is his routine like he's always joking about about his mom and his family and his upbringing? Those are the stuff that I see. Is he wanting to get up there and start to cut and, and kind of? Um, to, to rip people a little bit is that his style of humor
3: uh, yeah. uh, well it playfully but like he doesn't really touch on celebrities in his routine yeah. a lot of it is uh, people in the audience or and it yeah it, 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 he doesn't really like make fun of them he like laughs with them it's it's just hard to explain and i just didn't think that was his thing but you know what he he tried it and maybe he didn't do that great but I think that now he can say he, he tried something new. You know, what should he not do? Not try? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah.
4: yeah. He, he, plus, he got the call 10 days ago and he talked about it in his monologue. He spent the, the past or two weeks ago, two weeks watching all the movies, too. New Year's Eve, his family was doing the countdown and he was watching Oppenheimer on New yeah. Year's Eve. He wanted to see
3: it's, uh, it, it. It's one of those things. It didn't work out, but you got to give the guy credit for trying. So that is trending this morning. And then Ariana Grande is trending this morning.
4: Ooh, <laughs>
3: We're getting new music from the singer over the weekend. She took to Instagram and she announced a brand new single called Yes. And she posed in a close up picture wearing red lipstick. She captioned it with the album's title. The song is set to be released this Friday. You know, we'll have it for you. And that is what's trending.
4: It's It's Mercedes in the morning. And
3: that is it for us on a Monday. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that uh, your week gets started off right. If you missed any part of the show this morning, you can always download our podcast wherever you get your podcast from, or you can download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. We are headed out. J-Love is on the way next, but right now it is time for the line of the day.
4: Mercedes, the Bronco fan, went to the radio. Raiders game on Sunday and met some interesting fans
3: and then some guy and he didn't do this to me but I noticed him in the next section and I was like please don't come over here he kept going up to Broncos fans he's a Raider fan he kept going up to Broncos fans and he kept doing this (laughs) 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 like a donkey i was like oh my god if this guy comes up to me i i'm gonna lose it he didn't, thank goodness, but he came close. I was like, oh, no, don't make eye contact. Does he do it for
4: every – what if the Eagles were playing? Is it every, does he go up to every fan base? What's I new – sound do Eagles make? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That was awesome, though. It's a great impersonation of that guy. Uh, that'll do it for show number 1978 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss
2: any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1.